0: You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20. You'll get 20% off your next order. On today's show, tight end Eric Gilbert who made headlines this offseason transferring from LSU to Florida. He has announced he is no longer a Florida Gator, and he's re-entering the transfer portal. We'll discuss the latest on his future. And with Gilbert on the move, we will give you 24-7 sports, their top transfers this offseason. A lot of SEC guys on the move. We'll discuss uh, where they ranked the top ones across the SEC. And a busy SEC hoops weekend as Alabama caps off a regular season championship in the Southeastern Conference. I'm Chris Gordy. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Let's do it. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Around the conference. And we start with former LSU five-star tight end Eric Gilbert just completed his freshman season at LSU, entered the transfer portal, had committed to Florida several weeks back. Well, he announced on Sunday he has had a change of heart and will not play for the Gators after all. He announced his decommitment on social media, said he would re-enter the transfer portal effective immediately. It's been a very up and down couple of months for the former five-star recruit who entered the transfer portal just two months ago. And a month ago announced he was going to Florida. He's a Georgia native from Marietta. He's reportedly also considering Georgia as well as withdrawing from the portal and possibly returning to LSU. Gilbert was widely viewed as one of the best freshmen in the country last year, appeared in eight games for the Tigers, 35 catches for almost 400 yards and two touchdowns. As long as he was deemed eligible, he was expected to step right in at Florida tight end after the departure of the Mackey Award winner, Kyle Pitts. Gilbert was rated the number five overall recruit in the class of 2020. Since he announced plans to join Florida after the academic drop deadline, he was expected to join the program during the summer semesters. Plenty of speculation out there on the internet. Some saying he had a Drug issue with marijuana. He had grade issues. He wasn't going to be academically eligible. Just passing those along because there's tons of stuff out there. We don't know the truth on what the deal is with Gilbert and why he would suddenly this quickly pull out of Florida when it seemed like everything was pointing the right direction. Also, some speculation that he may not even be immediately eligible and thus maybe he's considering a different path now. We'll keep an eye on it, see where Eric Gilbert winds up, but. One SEC quarterback isn't wasting any time in recruiting him. Tennessee quarterback Harrison Bailey tweeted at Gilbert on Sunday afternoon after he announced his uh, recent transfer decommitment. Bailey and Gilbert, they were high school teammates at Marietta High School, led the program to its first Georgia State title in over 50 years. Bailey tried to recruit Gilbert via social media back in January when he initially entered the transfer portal. He was obviously unsuccessful the first go-around, but maybe this time with a new coaching staff on Rocky Top, particularly an offensive-minded head coach, maybe they will give Gilbert another look. But Harrison Bailey going after Eric Gilbert to get him to Tennessee. Following a long recruitment that featured scholarship offers from nearly every college football program of significance, the nation's highest-ranked uncommitted uncommitted quarterback for the class of 2022 – has finally made his announcement after initially planning on announcing his college of choice a week ago. Snow kind of delayed things in Tennessee, but five-star quarterback Ty Simpson made the announcement he is heading to Alabama during a Friday ceremony at his school. Six-foot-two, 185-pound Simpson made his pick over finalists like Clemson, Ole Miss, and Tennessee. He's the son of a college head coach, Jason Simpson. He's the head coach at Tennessee Martin. The five-star prospect is basically had his choice of any big school out there. Was formerly rated as a dual-threat passer. He's now just rated as a five-star pro-style passer and the nation's number 27 overall prospect for 2022. Tennessee fans, if you talk to most of them, they thought it was a long shot to get him anyway, but Ty Simpson heading to Alabama. Big get for Alabama. Now it feels like Ever since Tua, is Alabama going to have their pick of the great quarterbacks out there? It seemed like Clemson was getting their fair share, but now it feels like Alabama is going to hit the biggest name five-star quarterback just about every year. We'll see if Ty Simpson sticks with the commitment. He passed for almost 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns which is four picks last season. He also rushed for over 300 yards and four more scores. Over at Missouri, Coach Eli Drinkwitz, he picked up a huge commitment for his 2022 recruiting class. Sam Horn, who is a four-star quarterback out of the state of Georgia, he announced his pledge to Mizzou yesterday. He's a 6'4", 190-pound quarterback, rated four stars. He's the number six pro-style quarterback overall And the number 82 prospect period in next year's class. He had picked picked up 17 offers in his recruitment, including those from Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. His .963 composite score on 24-7 sports makes him the highest-rated commitment in Mizzou's class next year, and they also list him as Mizzou's ninth-highest-rated commitment since 1999. Well, football note, as far as SEC football schedules go, Thanksgiving has always been a part of rivalry week, and this past year, with the adjusted schedule, the conference opted to keep conference rivalry weekend uh, including the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving weekend instead of the final week of the season, season which was a week later but the SEC revealed its 2021 schedule last month and the final Saturday of the regular season November 27th looks very much like the normal rivalry week schedule that we have typically with the SEC ACC clashes and the battle line rivalry but a new report states that this year's Egg Bowl may be moved from Saturday. This is coming from Steve Robertson of 24-7 Sports. He writes, sources close to the situation share that ESPN has expressed interest in putting the Egg Bowl matchup between Mississippi State and Ole Miss back in the primetime TV slot on Thanksgiving night. The report adds that an official announcement regarding the 2021 game in Starkville could be made soon. A final decision is expected to come in the weeks ahead, so that will be something worth watching. But the battle for the Golden Egg... Been played 29 times on Thanksgiving Day. Ole Miss won the last meeting in Oxford last year. And a quick uh, women's basketball note, Texas A&M women's basketball, they have a national championship under their longtime coach Gary Blair, but the Aggies had never won a Southeastern Conference regular season title since joining the league in 2012. That is until Sunday, when number three A&M dashed past number five, South Carolina 65-57 at Reed Arena, to win the SEC's regular season crown. The Aggies led by 15 points in the second half before the Gamecocks made it a game late. But congrats to the Lady Aggies on their first SEC regular season title. When we return, we're going to get into a little bit more on the recruitment talk. Talk about uh, 24-7 sports. They rank the top transfer portal entrance of the offseason. Eric Gilbert was top that list. But I'll have to take his name off there for now until we know exactly where he's going. More coming up here Locked on SEC. BetOnline is your fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. We know football is over, college basketball is winding down, and you need to get in on the action right now at BetOnline.ag. They've got you covered for everything, even award shows, TV shows, reality TV. It's real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds BetOnline is the best way to place your bets and it is free to sign up. Head to their website right now, betonline.ag, and you can do so on your laptop, your mobile device, tablet, whatever you got. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook experts. Make sure you use the promo code locked on. That's L-O-C-K-E-D. I'm looking at it right now. They've got the odds to win the SEC tournament. is still the favorite, followed by Tennessee, Missouri, Arkansas, LSU. Get some real value in some teams like Florida and Kentucky, who are a little bit more long shots. Do it all right now at betonline.ag. Betonline, your online sportsbook experts. And we got you covered for everything you need to know about the SEC, but what about the rest of sports? The Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well. Locked On Today, hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. It is all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I was reading an article over the weekend. For the third straight year, twenty-four-seven Sports they are ranking the top transfer portal entrance of the offseason. and number one atop their list was Eric Gilbert going to Florida. They said uh, Gilbert ranks as the top overall, or ranked as the top overall tight end in twenty-four-seven Sports history last year. Largely, he lived up to those expectations year one at LSU. Now he's headed to Florida, and again, this is what they say: where he projects as the heir apparent to Kyle Pitts. And Dan Mullins' matchup-creating scheme, no-brainer top player in the portal who showed flashes in his first year of the type of mismatch weapon he can be. Special skills in the passing game as he can line up anywhere and make contested catches. All signs point to him being the next great NFL tight end prospect. Well, now Eric Gilbert is going to end up somewhere else. we will certainly be tracking and see if he ends up at another SEC school. Like I said, some people thinking Tennessee, Georgia as possibilities. But he'll be not, not be playing for the Florida Gators, and it's not very likely he'll end up back at LSU. But we'll see what happens as 24-7 Sports rated him the number one transfer portal entrant of the offseason. Number two on their list, another Florida Gator, a running back to Marcus Bowman. He did not play much during his debut season with Clemson. Only ran nine times for 36 yards in two games before opting out to transfer, but... Uh, 24-7 sports, they remain extremely high on Bowman, who ranks as the number two overall back in the 2020 class. He's a true home run hitter with uh, 10.6 second 100-meter speed. Has proven production, where he averaged 11 yards per carry as a high school junior. He's one of the top additions of the Dan Mullen era, and he joins a deep running back room that is still looking for their bell cow. Marcus Bowman has a chance to do it. The number two overall transfer prospect from 24-7 Sports. Number three, they list Henry Toa Toa from Tennessee. We don't know his new destination yet. He was arguably the biggest recruiting win of the Jeremy Pruitt era at Tennessee in 2019. He played like it in his two years there, finishing as the Vols leader in tackles and tackles for a loss as a sophomore. He's a former top 50 prospect with high-end athletic ability as an off-ball tackler. It's the type of player that you expect to see on day one or day two of the nfl draft and crystal ball uh, from 24 7 sports is projecting him to end up at alabama toa toa made his presence known at tennessee was one of its best defensive players when he stepped on campus he had one of the best freshman seasons of anyone and he has an excellent ability to diagnose the play before it happens and get to the ball carrier that from 27 24 7 uh, sports be a monster pick up if Alabama could add him to their linebacking core. Their number four transfer overall, they list Eric Gray, former Tennessee Vol. He's heading to Oklahoma. It says Gray was Tennessee's top offensive option last season. Rushed for almost 800 yards. Averaged almost five yards of carry. So a monster pickup for Oklahoma. Number five, another guy coming to the SEC. It's Wandale Robinson, wide receiver at Kentucky. 24-7 24-7 Sports says he made an immediate impact in Nebraska upon his arrival two years ago. Then he blossomed into a playmaking star last year. Caught 51 passes for 460 yards in eight games to go along with 240 yards on the ground. In many ways, Robinson was the focal point of an often sputtering Nebraska offense, but his versatility will be utilized in much the same way in Lexington, where the Wildcats are hoping he could provide a spark for them. An offense that ranked 95th nationally last year's in, in yards per play. He isn't the same player as, say, a Lynn Bowden was two years ago, but he provides instant offense in much the same way that Bowden did. So Wondell Robinson, the fifth best transfer uh, portal entrant. Uh, they got him number five. Number six on here is a name we talked about the other day, Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones, linebacker at LSU. If you recall, LSU last year added one of the top overall transfers from North Dakota State in linebacker Jabril Cox, and now it looks like LSU will do the same, snagging Mike Jones from Clemson to beef up their locker room. Jones, a former four-star prospect, started at Clemson last year, posted 26 tackles, four for a loss, and a pair of interceptions. He's an elite athlete at that linebacker position, should be an instant starter, and possibly a big standout for LSU defensively. Number 7 and number 9, two more former Tennessee Vols, both going to Oklahoma. They list Wanya Morris, the five-star offensive tackle, and Key Lawrence, the big-time safety. Both of them coming from Tennessee, and both of them on their way up to Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley just having a field day, stealing Vols from Rocky Top. A few more names to keep an eye on here down the list. Number 13, they have Jordan Strachan. Strachan? Strachan? Uh, defensive end slash outside linebacker from South Carolina. He is transferring in from Georgia State. He will be a senior. Number 33 on this list, a guy we mentioned a couple weeks ago, Antonio Shelton, the big defensive tackle, uh, upperclassman coming in from Penn State. So he will jump right in on that Florida defensive line. Number 36, Randy Charlton, defensive end at Mississippi State. He's a transfer from UCF. He'll be a junior, so... Instant impact guy there for Mississippi State in Randy Charlton. Number 37 on this list, they have Mookie Cooper, a wide receiver now at Missouri. Uh, He started his career at Ohio State, did not catch a pass as a true freshman there this season, but he will have all four years of eligibility remaining upon his arrival at Mizzou. Number 39, they list Jameer Johnson, offensive tackle, coming over from Tennessee, where he spent the last three seasons. He is now at Texas A&M, another guy who... Expects to step in uh, almost immediately. And lastly, on this list, number 44, they list Chance Campbell, a linebacker now at Ole Miss. He's coming over from Maryland where he was an all-Big Ten honorable mention choice this past fall after ranking second in the conference in tackles per game. He will still be a junior this year. So a chance for a a big-time defensive playmaker for Ole Miss in Chance Campbell. And there you go. Those are 24-7 sports ranking the top transfer portal entrance of the offseason. And as we know, the uh, top one, Eric Gilbert, a big one to see where he ends up. When we return, we'll talk some SEC hoops, including Alabama doing something they haven't done for 45 years. Quick minute here for our friends at Built Bar. We tell you all the time, they are the best-tasting protein bar ever. 18 amazing flavors, six new ones, including the Apple Almond Crisp, Carrot Cake, Cherry Barcia, go check them out right now at BuiltBar.com. They're bars covered in 100% chocolate. They are loaded with protein, and they are low in calorie, low in sugar, uh, high in fiber. They are a great alternative for some of those nasty snacks you're eating out there, like potato chips and cookies and all this other junk food you might be eating in the afternoon. Go check out our friends at BuiltBar.com com, And they have changed their promo code up. So listen up. If you're going there and you find something you like, before you hit that checkout button, put in the promo code LOCKEDON20, LOCKEDON20, 20 lockedon 2020 and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Once you go there, I promise you'll find something you like, and you will not regret it. I've got some Built Bars right here sitting next to me in my cabinet right now, BuiltBar.com. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson. They host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday, giving you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news. Go check them out. Peacock and Williamson, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your Podcast. All right, let's jump into it. It was a big weekend of SEC hoops and we want to recap it all. And we start in Tuscaloosa, where for the first time in forty-five years, Alabama is the Southeastern Conference champion in football and men's basketball. Jaden Shackelford, he scored 10 of his 15 points in the second half. And number six, Alabama beat Mississippi State 64 to 59 Saturday night to clinch its first SEC regular season championship. Since 2002, the men's basketball crown comes just two months after the Crimson Tide football team claimed the conference title on their way to winning the national championship. It's the first time both programs won titles in the same academic year since 1975 and ending a 19-year drought in basketball. That is cause for celebration for Bama. They led by double digits for much of the game. But the Bulldogs, they close to three points with 4.17 left. Mississippi State had a chance to draw it even closer over the next three minutes, but Bama came up with a couple of big defensive stops. Next up, the Tide will host Auburn on Tuesday night, while State is scheduled to play at a and on Wednesday. One other cool note from our buddy Blake Lovell, five different SEC teams have either won or earned a share of the league's regular season title in the last four seasons. How's that for parity across SEC basketball? And just for fun, Matt Zenitz at AL.com, he pointed out Bama is a combined 24-2 against SEC competition this year in football and basketball. So, it's kind of funny to combine both the success of the football and the men's basketball programs. Number 20, Arkansas. They capped off a perfect February on Saturday as Justin Smith had 19 points and 10 rebounds. As he helped number 20 Arkansas beat Cameron Thomas and LSU 83-75 on Saturday. The Razorbacks, they had four players scoring double figures in their sixth straight win. Moses Moody, he had 18 points. And Arkansas also extended their win streak in the SQC to nine. So it's the longest such run since 93-94. That's when the team won the national championship. So we'll see if that's in the cards for Arkansas. It's last loss came at Oklahoma State back on January 30th. LSU, one of the highest-scoring teams in Division I. They went without a field goal for more than five minutes during a key stretch of this one. After winning three in a row, LSU has now lost two straight. Next up for Arkansas, they'll travel to South Carolina tomorrow night. LSU will host Vandy tomorrow. Tennessee Volunteers, they continue to be one of the more frustrating teams in the SEC. It's number 25, Tennessee lost at Auburn on Saturday, 77-72. The Auburn Tigers, who do not have a postseason to look forward to, at least they gave themselves something to celebrate with March on the horizon. Alan Flanagan, he scored a season-high 23 points and had seven boards to lead Auburn to the victory. The Tigers snapped a three-game losing streak, even without their freshman point guard, Sharif Cooper, out for the second straight game with a left ankle injury. Auburn had all five starters scoring double figures against the Falls, a one-time top-ten team. Did make a late charge late, led by their freshman Keon Johnson and Jared Springer, but it wasn't enough. And the preseason league favorite, Tennessee, continues to have problems, especially on offense. Tennessee had lost two of its last three games, both to teams with losing SEC marks, and they fell to 4-4 four and four in games at opponents arenas. Tennessee next up finishes its regular season with a home game against Florida on Sunday. Auburn they visit, state rival number six Alabama on Tuesday night. Trey Mann, he scored 14 of his 21 points in the second half, and Florida pulled out a 71-67 victory over Kentucky on Saturday, winning its third straight game and avenging a blowout loss to the Wildcats earlier in the year. Tyree Appleby's wide-open three-pointer with three and a half minutes to go put the Gators ahead for good at 65-63 in a game that had 14 lead lead changes and nine ties. Florida, which lost to Kentucky 76-58 back in January. They picked up just... The fifth season split in the season in the series history. The last one coming in 1998. The win was just the 11th for Florida in Lexington against 52 losses. Colin Castleton, he scored 14 points. Appleby added in for, uh, for Florida as well. They shot 53% and made 7 of 15 from the arc, helping them to overcome a big disparity at the free throw line where they made uh, 14 of 16 to 25 of 29 for Kentucky. Davian Mintz. Tied a career high with 21 points for the Cats, while Brandon Boston had 13. Kentucky had a three-game win streak snapped. Florida, next up, they are home against Missouri on Wednesday before concluding its regular season at Tennessee. Uh, Next weekend, Kentucky, they are at Mississippi on Tuesday and home against South Carolina next Saturday. Jermaine Cousinard, he scored a season-high 23 points, and South Carolina snapped a six-game losing streak with a 91-70 victory over Georgia on Saturday. Cousinard came in averaging just nine points per game, but made eight of 16 shots, including four from deep, and leading the Gamecocks to a season sweep of Georgia. They also beat 83-59 back in January. The Gamecocks had defeated, defeated the Bulldogs ten straight times. Keyshawn Bryant added 17 point, points for the Gamecocks, offered Georgia a severe wheeler. He posted the first triple-double in program history in a Tuesday victory over LSU. He scored just seven points on two of 13 shooting with seven turnovers. The Gamecocks, they will next host Arkansas on Tuesday, while Georgia's next scheduled game is at home this Saturday, hosting Alabama. And lastly, Trey Thomas, he scored 14 points as shorthanded Vanderbilt beat Ole Miss 75-70 to on Saturday to snap a three-game losing streak. Vanderbilt... Was without its top two leading scorers, Scotty Pippen Jr. and Dylan Disu, who combined for 35 points per game. But despite that, the Commodore's bench really stepped it up and outscored Ole Misses 39-4 to help avoid losing another close SEC game. Pippen missed his second straight game after starting his previous 32, and Deisu, who's the SEC's leading rebounder at over nine a game, He had knee surgery on Friday that ended his season. Devontae Shuler for Ole Miss, he scored 25 points on 10 of 20 shooting. Romello White added 17 with eight rebounds. The teams will uh, play each other again next Saturday to end the regular season. Before that, Vanderbilt will be at LSU on Tuesday while Ole Miss faces Kentucky. And over in baseball, real quick, Ole Miss they dropped two of three versus UCF. That was right when they were ranked as a uh, top team in the country, number 21 ranked Auburn. They beat Texas A&M yesterday, six to one in the Round Rock Classic. Top 10 ranked Florida swept the series with Samford to improve to five and two on the year. Mississippi State they took two out of three versus Tulane. Tennessee split a four game set with Indiana State. Vandy took three out of four versus Georgia State and number 2 Arkansas improved proved to 7-0 sweeping Southeast Missouri State. LSU, they went 3-0 on their weekend versus Young, Youngstown State and Nichols. And just one more note, uh, the Texas A&M-Missouri basketball game, though, was scheduled on Saturday. That game, of course, was postponed. The Aggies closed out the month of February, having not played a game in the entire month. Missouri, they will be at Florida on Wednesday. Crazy. Crazy. Did you ever think we'd go a whole month without a team, SEC team playing a basketball game? This is crazy. But thus is 2020 slash 2021. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. We'll get into some more football topics, including maybe get a little bit more insight on Eric Gilbert and what's going on there. He's left LSU and now leaving Florida after just a month. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Keep it subscribed and locked right here, Locked on SEC.